Here on Self-Directed Investor Radio, we love self-directed IRAs and 401ks. And you know that we love real estate assets, but surprise, surprise, my friends, sometimes real estate and self-directed retirement accounts just don't mix. I'm Brian Ellis, and I'll tell you the surprising truth right now in episode number 32. You're listening to Self-Directed Investor Radio, America's only podcast exclusively for affluent, self-directed investors, where each day of the week you receive innovative investment strategy and deadly accurate market analysis that's untainted by Wall Street and unblemished by government propaganda, all in seven minutes or less. Coming to you now from iTunes, Stitcher, and SDIRadio.com, here's your host, Brian Ellis. Welcome, my friends. Thank you, thank you, thank you to every single one of you who've gone over to SDIRadio.com and filled out a form indicating your interest in getting started investing in notes or other assets. And also thank you to those of you who have emailed me directly at feedback at SDIRadio.com. There are a bunch of you, and I'm very grateful to you, and I will be reaching out to you very soon. Folks, you know, my oldest daughter just got her driver's license today. I was consumed with nervousness for her as I I really did want her to pass the test because it, it was so important to her. And as soon as I got the news that she had passed the test, well, I was instantly filled with this sense of dread that I'm sure a lot of you parents are familiar with. You know, it's it's a really perilous mix to to put a teenager in a motor vehicle. So (laughs) say a prayer for me, my friends. I'd appreciate it. I might be losing some sleep for a while. But you know what else doesn't mix? Many types of real estate investments just don't mix well with self-directed retirement accounts. Yes, you heard it right, my friends. Self-directed retirement accounts simply are not a good way to hold every type of asset and may even be harmful in many real estate investments. Here's why. Let's think about a typical rental property. Forget for a moment about whether rental property investing is a wise idea. Let's look at it purely from a taxation perspective. The biggest benefit of self-directed retirement accounts is the potential for shielding your investments from taxes. In fact, without that benefit, there's really no other reason to even consider using such an account. But let's face it, people, real estate is probably already the most tax-favored asset class in America. Just a few of the major expense areas of real estate ownership that can be deductible for you are, number one, you can deduct the, the purchase of the property over a period of years through depreciation. Secondly, you can deduct interest that you pay in your mortgage payments. Third, you can deduct repairs and maintenance. I know that stuff is the bane of your existence as a landlord, but still, at least it's deductible. Uh, You can deduct legal fees, and yes, you will have to evict tenants sometimes, and those legal fees are deductible, and and you can deduct management fees. You know, that 10% or so that you pay your property manager, it really adds up over time, and so do the deductions that those fees bring. Even when it comes time to sell your real estate and collect a capital gain, there are options for minimizing your tax bite. In fact, you can potentially eliminate or almost permanently defer that tax bite just by rolling into another property via a 1031 tax-deferred exchange. The point is this, there's a vast array of tax advantages that cause real estate to be a very tax-efficient asset class to begin with. So the truth is that unless your only investment capital is in your self-directed retirement account, you simply aren't going to receive much additional tax efficiency from using your retirement account to own real estate versus owning it personally or otherwise. Besides, if you're using an IRA and your IRA borrows any money at all to finance the transaction, then your IRA is still liable for income taxes on the proportion of the profit that came from the borrowed funds. No fun, right? And that's not even to mention the risk of prohibited transactions. If your IRA commits a prohibited transaction, which is any one of about a jillion different things that the IRS says your IRA can't do, 
then the entire IRA is totally sunk and causes you a world of problems. Your IRA could end up owing tens or hundreds of thousands of dollars in taxes, penalties, and interest. And the thing is, it's actually pretty easy to commit a prohibited transaction with a rental property. All you have to do is something as simple as doing a little work on the property yourself or even just accidentally using your own money to buy a can of paint or a door handle rather than using IRA funds. If you do any of that, you've quite probably committed a prohibited transaction that blows up your IRA, including all other investments in that account. Not a good thing. So is there ever a reason to do a rental property deal inside of your IRA? Well, the only good reason to do so is that you have no other choice. For example, if you need $100,000 to buy a property, but you only have that capital in your IRA, but not in any non-IRA accounts, then by all means, go ahead. But absent that circumstance, I generally recommend you steer clear. And yes, I realize that this conflicts with the message you're getting from some of the turnkey property companies out there. Remember, their job is to sell you real estate, not necessarily to make sure that what you buy really makes sense for you. So be skeptical and proceed with caution. But here's the thing, my friends. Very few asset classes have the inherent tax advantages associated with them that real estate does. Depreciation alone makes it possible for many real estate investors to very legally pay little or no income taxes, and the fact is, you're giving up that well-understood and uncontroversial tax advantage by doing real estate rental deals in an IRA. But since those advantages don't exist for most other asset classes, including the other two that I like best, which are real estate notes and tax lien certificates, then my advice is that you give heavy preference to the use of your IRA for all non-real estate assets. Yes, including real estate notes, which are merely secured by real estate, but are not actually real estate assets themselves. And speaking of real estate notes, I've gotten quite a lot of response to the Kingmaker strategy I described in the last two episodes. Thank you for that. So here's what I'm going to do. In just a few days, I'm going to offer a training webinar that goes through the Kingmaker strategy and its incredible ability to build either strong cash flow or huge equity. Unlike this show, the webinar will go deep. You'll see exactly how the strategy works and why it's both so profitable and so safe. So if you're a listener to this show and you'd like to join that webinar at no charge as my guest, just stop by sdiradio.com slash KM. That's KM as in Kingmaker. Again, that's sdiradio.com slash KM. This is your chance to learn exactly how we're able to manufacture high-yielding, highly secured real estate notes that consistently outperform the stock market and are highly predictable and highly reliable in good times and bad. So again, that's sdiradio.com slash KM. This webinar happens soon, so be sure to get over there and register right away. And in tomorrow's episode, episode number 33 of Self-Directed Investor Radio, I'm going to help you understand the concept of pay status and how the IRS could use that point to take your IRA from you if you ever experience tax troubles. Plus, I'll show you how to resolve that problem conclusively. So please, be sure to stop by iTunes right now and subscribe to Self-Directed Investor Radio. And please, 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 if you haven't already done so, please stop by iTunes and give us a five-star rating. That helps so much, and I'll be so grateful. Have a great day, everyone. Thank you for listening to Self-Directed Investor Radio with Brian Ellis. Don't miss a single episode. Be sure to subscribe to Self-Directed Investor Radio right now on iTunes, on Stitcher, and at sdiradio.com. Your feedback is always welcomed via email at feedback at sdiradio.com. This show is for entertainment purposes only and is not intended as legal or professional advice for your situation. Content is the property of the Self-Directed Investor Society. 